Welcome to The Project of You, a podcast where an award-winning therapist and a normal, everyday person have conversations about life, healing, trauma, and relationships. Welcome to Season 2, everyone. Yay! And as always, you will find this podcast helpful, but for proper support and diagnosis, please reach out to either us and our website or to your own mental health professionals. Today, we're going to be talking about the drama triangle, mm. what it is, how to notice it, and how to escape it. Yes, the trap of the drama triangle. So let's start with a definition. Okay, so think of the drama triangle as a play with three characters. Okay. Okay, and you and your partner are taking turns playing each one. Now, there is two ways to look at this okay for a normal relationship you will probably completely being unaware that you are playing these roles right and you probably you won't even know that you are trapped in, yeah in this triangle you yeah. just feel uncomfortable yeah. you know one day life is good one day is bad there's drama is drama but you don't know why absolutely. there's drama absolutely yeah. Um, they are old patterns, trauma, identity issues. And you don't really realize that you are repeating this cycle. Okay. But in an abusive relationship with, let's say, a narcissist, there's a director for this play. Ooh. That's different. There is someone calling the shot behind the scenes. Narcissists love drama. Yeah. And they love to control. Mm. So a very familiar scenario is that everything is going really well, but out of nowhere, they will stare up conflict. Yes. Uh, why do they do that? Why do they do well, that? It gives them a sense of power. Yeah. So they will decide which of the three roles they want to play and they will cast you in the other. Mm. They they do this so well that you start to feel like you are going crazy. So what are the three characters? What's the three roles? Okay, the three characters in a drama triangle, or we can say trauma triangle, yeah. is um, the victim, yeah. the rescuer, and the persecutor. Okay. So let's just start with the victim. For normal relationship... The victim is someone who had had a very hard life. They feel like everything is working against them. They feel alone. They feel powerless. They are often seeking a hero or a knight in shining armor. Yeah, that's a very familiar character. I think mm. there's points in everyone's life where we've either been that person or yeah. know that person. Yes, but with a narcissist, this role is weaponized so when they choose to play the victim themselves like victimize themselves yeah they use it as a trap or they do it to avoid accountability they use it as poor me poor me yeah to make you feel sorry for them to make you feel sorry for them exactly and they can also cast you in this role so they will isolate you manipulate you tell you you are all alone your friend seems like they don't actually like you. yes okay so then they become your hero, hero exactly yeah. and that allows them to step into the role of the rescuer the yeah. hero of that story so the rescuer is the hero 
the knight in that shining armor mm. that we talked about. In a normal relationship, the rescuer is someone who grew up always having to take care of everyone else's needs. They are a bit of like people pleaser. Yeah. They focus on other people's problem, but that's usually to avoid their own. Problems. Yeah, I'm guilty of that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, me too. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. This one will be familiar to many listeners as well, honestly. But mm. in an abusive relationship, the role of the rescuer is again used as a weapon. Mm. If they assume that role for themselves, it's a form of control over you it mm. allows them to step in during a time where you are very vulnerable and it puts them in the position of authority alternatively if they choose to make themselves the victim yeah that will force you into the you. role of the rescuer exactly oh my god so you have to drop what you're doing or saying and just make mm. them feel better yeah oh my god i'm getting flashbacks to an old relationship yeah, now you could be sitting at I was home being playing just you know doing nothing all of a sudden your partner comes home and he goes oh you know what everybody at work you know all my colleagues they came and dumped all their work on me mm. poor me poor me that could be a trap yeah. for you to take you into this And it's so true because even like, for another example, they would do mm. this where I'd be trying to confront them about something. Mm. And they'll be, I'll be like, hey, when you did this, it was really mm. horrible. And then mm. they would twist it around so much. Mm. Like, I'm, I've struggled. I've had things in my life. And then suddenly they're the one crying and I'm mm. comforting them when it should be the other way around. Mm. So in that situation, you had stepped into the role of the persecutor which is the last character in the triangle. Okay. So the persecutor in a normal relationship is the person who points the finger, assigning the blame. Yeah. And this can be as light as trying to hold someone accountable or as extreme as being highly critical and pointing out um, everyone else's flaws except your own. Mm. And with a narcissist... The persecutor is the blame game champion. Right. Everything in someone else's fault and there is this contempt there where they see themselves as this flawless, faultless person and they see you as the problem every single time. Yeah, so it's another tactic to dodge mm -hmm. any accountability in a situation. It can be, yes. And it's also used to put you down, chip yeah. away at your self-esteem, make you feel lesser. And it positions them as, obviously, better and mm. higher. And again, they are the authority. They have the power. So they wow. go to that rescuer wow. role yeah. again. Okay, so that's the drama triangle. That's a drama triangle. And... Whether you are in a normal relationship or an abusive one, the drama triangle is a terrible place to be. You get trapped in it. One day life is good. The next day is horrible. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yes. You just become a shell yes. by the end of it. And yeah. I guess that's the that's the plan. Yeah. Because you're so much easier to control. And you know what? The next day you don't even know which role you're playing. Mm. 
You just yeah. get used to my God. either victimizing yourself or becoming the hero. Mm, it or becomes normalized. The, the, exactly. ro- the drama of roller coaster, yeah. Hmm. And it's important to remember you don't just stay in one role. You're constantly taking turns. If you're always the hero, you're always the one making sacrifice. You're always the one saving the day. And it's easy to feel a little resentful eventually yeah. and turn into the persecutor and say, hey, why don't you ever support me? Why aren't you there for me? And then from there to turn into the victim. Yeah, so to be like, I've given on. so much of myself and got nothing back. This hmm. is so unfair. Hmm. Mm. And with abusive relationships, your narcissistic partner will turn into the victim if you try to be the persecutor if you are flying too high if you are the hero for too long they will do everything they can to tear you down they will point out your flaws they will be the persecutor until they make you the victim and on and on the triangle goes so how do you break out for a abusive relationship, the only answer is to obviously identify it. Yeah. With narcissists, we talk about it in another podcast. We said, unfortunately, with narcissists, you need to go away. You go like, break up. Break up. Yeah. You need to go away from the partner. They are toxic. They are dangerous. And that's the only safe solution. I yeah. Can offer. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And we said if, if if that narcissist is your mother, you cannot, you know, go you just cut them out cut fully, them but you can put some boundaries. Put yeah. boundaries. Agree. Yeah. Now the other relationships where you know you had certain trauma, your partner had certain trauma yeah. as a child, and now you are stuck in the victim mindset, or you had certain experiences in your life, so you like feel like you need to always rescue everyone. Yeah. There's a way out of that triangle where you and your partner can find a much more harmonious balance and the answer is reflection Mm. acknowledgement being honest with yourself and actually noticing those patterns so even if one of you come out of that triangle that will fall apart yeah true because it takes two absolutely asking yourself those questions hang on why do I keep dating people who need to be saved? Why do I attract people who are struggling with addiction, for example? Why am I always attracted to people who need rescuing? Yeah. Most probably you have been previously in drama triangle and you know that very well. It's like familiar. It's familiar. Yeah, I have friends who are nurses or doctors, I've noticed, who always date people who need rescuing. It's so weird. It's like the same impulse that Mm. attracted them to that career Mm. has attracted them to their partners as well. And more than likely, it was some sort of trauma from their childhood that hasn't been healed from or even acknowledged in any way. Yeah. So really sitting with yourself with a journal or with a therapist or just right now as you're listening to this podcast, actually check in with yourself and see, is there a pattern here? 
That's that's the first step yeah. to identify pattern. Is my relationship a roller coaster of drama? Does it feed of drama? Some some relationships are need drama. Exactly. I, I know relationships like that. If yeah. the answer is yes, then you have some work to do, my friend. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. I feel so much smarter every time we have these conversations. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Well, as always, thank you for tuning in. And if you're going through an abusive relationship or just struggling right now, please reach out to us. We have a free 15-minute hotline you can call or send us an email at hello at theprojectofyou.com.au. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. Oh, See you and next don't time. forget to send us submissions. Your, yes, if you've got any subject that you would like us to talk about any requests any requests we would love to hear from you thanks guys see you next time